At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Coming to you live from the Sports Grid Studio at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. This is at the window, Saturday edition. I am your host, Sean Guastamaki. Joe Ranieri will be with us shortly. And boy, as you know by now, sports has been put on pause. The latest uh, today, the UFC intends to go ahead with their card in Brazil. That's the one standalone sports event that's going on right now besides horse racing. To my left, uh, the diehards are still here at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, betting on the races. So that continues to go, uh, go on. But, boy, no NCAA March Madness. I mean, right now we would be breaking down the sports lines for the Big Ten semifinal games because, of course, they're one of the few leagues who play their final uh, on the Sunday before Selection Sunday. Uh, but the other leagues, the Big East final would be going on later tonight. We'd be breaking that down. But obviously, men's tournament, women's tournament, spring and uh, winter sports all canceled by the NCAA. The next sport up is football. I mean, that's how long it's going to be before we see collegiate sports once again. We're going to talk to Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports. He wrote a great article talking about the eight questions to think about now that uh, the sports have been put on pause for at least 30 days. And that's what the NBA is saying. That is what the PGA Golf is saying. MLS is saying. Baseball, they have suspended their the open uh, opening day 
two weeks. Now, I many people expect that to change, and it's going to be a long time before we see Major League Baseball. We'll talk to Richard Justice from MLB.com. Shortly, uh, he'll be on the show as well. We'll get a breakdown of that. But it's a, it's a new era right now. So today I, I have my orange. I had to bring in my orange. I have my mask, if you guys can see, and water bottle. I mean, that's basically what you need. You need right now. That, those are the essentials that you, you have to carry with you. I mean, I'm, I'm walking around with a mask because you have to protect yourself. I mean, this is serious now. I mean, don't make light of it. I mean, you have to protect uh, people, your loved ones, if, if you visit your uh, parents, if, if you're lucky enough to have your parents still alive and they're north of 50 years old, smart to take precaution. And, and especially if they have uh, health issues, as, as mine do. So I, I walk around with a mask. Don't want to infect anyone. You got to be uh, careful and always smart to drink water. Keep water with you. And vitamin C. You need vitamin C. So I have my orange here. This is, this is basically what I'm walking around with nowadays. And time to welcome in uh, my co-host. He is Joe Ranieri, a superstar, uh, degenerate gambler who has uh, horse races to gamble on still. So I guess uh, that's going for you, Joe. Joe, how are you keeping up? What's going on? You know, we're we're hanging here in uh, in South Florida. We, um, you know, it, it's kind of par for the course for us down here. We, you know, every season we go through five or six different hurricane watches and warnings. And, you know, it, it, I, it was so funny. I'm in the store yesterday and people are buying batteries. They're, all the water's gone. And I'm going, it's not a hurricane. Like, this is not this is not what it is, but we're so trained down here to, you know, like, okay, the warnings come out, so, you know, it's time to hunker down, put up the hurricane shutters, go grab your water, your D batteries, your flashlights. Yep. Um, and, and it's just the people Toilet are doing paper. it without even thinking, but, yeah, it's like this is not that. <laughs> like, this is it's not a hurricane, guys. You don't have to put up the hurricane shutters, but... You know, there is still a sense, um, you know, in many parts uh, here in South Florida where, you know, people just going about their everyday lives. A lot of the bars were still filled last night. Uh, You know, people just they're so immune to being told the sky is going to fall every hurricane season that they, you know, there's a lot of old people down here. There are a lot of people in that uh, that that demographic that is most at, at at who should be the most cautious here. But. There's also a lot of people yep. who just go, eh, it, it'll pass, it'll it'll go over. Well, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we said that a week ago, right? Oh, it's not going to affect us. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to affect exactly. us. It's, it's yep, in exactly. China. It's yep. in Italy. And, and now it's here. But I have a water bottle here on, on set because, you know, it's just one less person I have to come in contact with. I can buy a water bottle here. But why have yes. to risk the germs that associate with dealing with people, right? I mean, it's it's just taking yep. the smart approach. And then I have my vitamin C. I have my orange. Joe, if you could see, uh, I brought that with me, right? Yep, Always I smart to yep. keep your resistance yep. high. And, and yep. then I have a mask, too. I have my mask here. And it's not a great one. Yep. I got to get the N95, right? Is, is that the, the, the one that is, uh, I guess... A better mask that keeps away uh, germs and what have you. But you don't know if you're infected, Joe. That's a scary thing. Like, the symptoms take a couple of days before they show. And so you can infect other people. And the scary thing is if you come in contact with people who are more susceptible to this virus, then that's why taking precaution, I think, is a smart thing to do right now. And that's what what college is doing right now, shutting down the men's and women's tournaments, shutting down spring sports, no baseball World Series. That's the approach that they're taking. There's just an abundance of caution right now, Joe. 
Well, it's spring break for a, for a lot of, and obviously spring break down here by uh, by me in Miami, and a lot of a lot of canceled plans, a lot of very aggravated, you know, college students who many of whom look forward to you know spring break and being able to come down to Fort Lauderdale, come down to Miami. Uh, the beaches are not what they usually are. The almost all the clubs live and uh, and story all the big nightclubs down here in Miami have all shut down. Uh, they have all ceased. They, uh, wow. The Hard Rock has canceled every show that they have. Although, ironically enough, uh, what a shock, the casino is still open. Because uh, there's nothing like, you know, dealing with cards that people have touched uh, all day long. but uh, or, or penny slot <laughs> machines, for that matter. But the casino is open. But all of the entertainment, they just don't want large crowds of just about anything happening here so it's not necessarily a destination for people to come to anymore because there's nothing going on so the airlines are announcing uh, that they're laying people off the all the cruise ships have now shut down yeah. royal caribbean the port there's nothing going on in the ports right now so everything that we've become accustomed to this time of year is for not and, and the question is how long? And, you know, that remains to be seen. How long will we go without, yes. you know, baseball? I, I appreciate baseball putting a, a date on it and saying, listen, we're pushing it back two weeks. And I appreciate the Yankees yeah, as a team collectively going, you know what? We're going to stay here. We're we're a team. We're going to stay together with each other. We trust. We've all been tested. We're all good. So we just, you know, we're going to remain here and continue to practice and get ready you know, that's all fine and dandy until like the ball boy or a, you know, an assistant assistant coach somewhere yeah. uh, contracts the virus and the whole damn team's quarantined again. And you keep pushing that. We're going to keep kicking the can down the road. The more and more if more and more players seem to uh, come to light to actually have this. It's a and that's the big part of these leagues. Right. What happens if. During this 30-day break, Adam Silver, another player on another team contracts the virus. Right. That's what they're worried about. Well, They've got to restart the clock all over No, again. I know. So, Joe, let's go back to the beginning, right, when, when all of this, I guess, sports. Would there be uh, sports right now, today? Would we be breaking down the Big East final, the Big Ten semifinals today if Rudy Gobert did not test positive for the coronavirus on what Tuesday it was, right, or Wednesday? Yep. Would we be here yep. right now? Yep. Yeah, I was talking. It was funny. We were talking uh, last night uh, to Pharrell and I, I was like, you know, it's you know, history's going to show once again that the Ivy Leagues were way ahead of the curve yeah. because the Ivy League canceled their tournament. They were the first and they caught a mountain of crap from people for doing so. And just 48 hours later and history will show that once again, the Ivy League knew the Ivy League understood they were way ahead of the curve of everybody else. And you're right. I mean, Rudy Gobert, a lot of people pointing fingers right now at him, but history will show if it wasn't for him, there might very well be a hell of a lot more people infected in stadiums right. in yep. the NBA and other sports around the country. So, you know, thank Rudy right. Gobert. You know, and, and the other thing, too, is. Rudy Gobert, right? I mean, if Rudy Gobert didn't test positive, we would be playing right now. I, I, there's no question about it. And Adam yeah. Silver, his hand, he was forced. Listen, he could not go on yes. with the NBA season once a player was infected because yep. they didn't know. And, and luckily, the, the Raptor players, a lot of them have been tested, and it's come back negative. So that's some good news there. We yep. haven't heard yet if anyone who played against Rudy Gobert um, – 
has tested positive. That has not come out just yet, but we do know his teammate Donovan yep. Mitchell is positive. So what were they going to do? If they were going to quarantine the Utah Jazz, you can't have an NBA season. So Adam Silver had no choice. And once Adam Silver and the NBA no. made that decision, yeah. then, then it was like, it all was right, over. then everyone else was yeah, going was to over. follow suit. Uh, but you did point out correctly yep. the Ivy League was even uh, earlier before the NBA. They, they elected to cancel yep. their, um, I think their spring sports as well. Like They went, they went out on a limb they and they're like, listen, crucified. hey, this is the, serious. They, they only did. Crushed. But <laughs> they now they look very smart yep. as they but typically they are... do. I mean, it's <laughs> yep. right? Yep. right, Joe? Exactly uh, correct. It's, it shouldn't what... come as a shock that the Ivy League figured it out to have everyone else. Shouldn't be a shock. Right, and, and my question. My question now is, what happens next? Which sport will play first, right? I mean, when should we expect sports to resume? I, I don't know, Joe. I mean, talking about the four majors and, and plus the MLS, like the team sports, golf probably will continue. Uh, I, I would bet golf, right? They, they would start up before June. Joe? Um, I can't see baseball. Yes, yes. Uh, it depends uh, on if somebody contracts the virus. It, it all depends on that. Oh, boy. But that person, at least no, uh, they could eliminate that one person from the tournament. Right. You're right. I mean, you can't risk if. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's but anybody so that's questions. been around him so many questions, quarantined. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And then you have to go back to tournaments they played with other players, the groups that they were in. And, oh, yeah, it gets really hairy there. All right. We have a lot more to talk about here. The coronavirus has put the sports world on pause but we do have ufc we do have some nfl free agency to get into still some sports that are uh ongoing we'll talk about that when we continue on the sports grid tv network this is at the window right back after this dailyrodo.com learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day all major sports all year round we never stop industry leading dfs tools and custom projections and now the dailyrodo.com optimizer in minutes build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys learn from the game's best dfs players join dailyrodo.com at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. window on the sports grid tv network want the edge get on the grid sports grid thank you for tuning in on pluto tv channel 517 zumo stir or wherever you find us we appreciate you watching us during this time and uh, we'll try to keep it light and we'll try to get to some stories and to some sports as well and not reflect back on the week that was too much but joe i was just reading this on espn.com florida senate 37, what was the vote? Uh, they, <laughs> 37 to 2, the state uh, lawmakers voted to proclaim the Florida State Seminoles national champions. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that about, Joe? Please, explain this to me. Like, in this time, right, when we're all trying to figure out um, what we're going to do next, they uh, vote on this measure and they proclaim Florida State Seminoles national champions. How dumb is that, Joe? Yeah, well, you know what it is. It's uh, Tallahassee is not that far from Orlando. And uh, apparently somebody talked to uh, members yeah. of the UCF football team and they thought that uh, it might be great. Hell, why not? Let's just proclaim. Listen, there is a lot of time on people's hands right now. And there is um, I will say this. There is a lot of guilt uh, from the NCAA and others in that sport for having to cancel that tournament. Not that they didn't, you know, they had no choice, but that doesn't that doesn't eliminate the guilt from a lot of people. So the things that you're hearing over the last 24 to 48 hours, like extended eligibility for seniors who may want to, you know, come back next year and play, allowing them to be able to do so. Obviously, guys uh, who are seniors, the, you know, the Miles Powell's of the world, the, um, you know, Cassius Wentz, they're going to the NBA. But for the rest of the seniors, and there is, a lot more of them than there are guys that are going to move on to be pro. You know, giving them another year of eligibility was something a lot of guys have been pushing for right off the bat. And, uh, you know, putting the actually awarding the tournament, filling out the bracket and having the committee actually put the team. So giving at least some closure to those guys down the road in five or 10 years where they can say, you know, hey, that coronavirus, that 2020. But, hey, you know, we would have been an 11 seed. We would have been a five so it, there's a lot of that going on right now and uh, the enormous amount of guilt by a lot of people that had to make that decision. It's not an easy decision. Forget about the money. 
you know, the, we're talking about kids here who spent, you know, four years of their lives giving everything they could and uh, coaches in the air. That's a lot of blood, sweat and tears going into something that was all of a sudden last second taken away from you for no fault of your own. That's a tough pill to swallow, man. It, it really, really is. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Leonard Hamilton's going to laugh at this. He's going to be like, come on. I'm, we can't take this seriously. I mean, Leonard Hamilton's an older gentleman, right? 71 years oh, old, I right? Don't blame he's him, not going to I mean, honestly, take this. Why not? Yeah, he's, it's a joke. Good. It's because it's a joke. Good. No one's gonna, This right. is not UCF. I mean, right. UCF actually put up a banner right. and handed out rings. I mean, they're right. not going to go that far, but right. it's exactly. come on. I mean, yeah. why no, even waste no. your time? There's more important things Listen, to worry about. They were than a good future Florida State being national champions of a tournament that it's not going to get played, Joe. State doing it though. Right, but it's not Boise State doing well, it. We're, there are a lot of people. Yeah, well, let's see Florida, Florida State, State win a big game first. Yeah, that's another thing. Well, well that's another thing, Joe. Were, I mean, let our Hamilton. Why did you call a timeout? Oh, we weren't going to win anyway. Out. Well, you could have. Right. Yeah. No, I know. I know. They, they had so a chance. Not, they but they've also a, choked in the past, they were Joe. Be a they're not Duke. Yeah. I know, but they're not Duke. Let them win it first. Duke is not going to do it because Duke has got national championships. Kansas ain't going to do it because Kansas got, right. you know, got, has national championships. But those programs, what does Dayton do? Like, for the first time It's Florida ever, State, Joe. This isn't you know, UCF. Dayton, it's Florida State. They're, they're a big-time sports program, organization. Yeah, I mean, but, you can't be doing this. who I mean, cares outside of right. Florida State? No, I mean, I, who cares outside of the people in? Yeah, well, no one's going to take it seriously, so why even bother? I mean, it's just—it's a gesture. Well, I get it, but take it it's just, I don't know. Yeah, and no, I understand that. It's at just, this point, is just big gestures. How many seniors are going to come back and play another year? Isn't the whole point of going to college to hurry yeah, up and get right. the hell out of college? So, but it's <laughs> right, a gesture. Right, right. It, it's saying, yeah. "Listen, we know yeah. it sucks." Well, but here, you know, it's uh, here's an olive branch, guys. We're trying, we're trying to make up for something that you probably can't make up for ever anyway. Well, here's the thing, too, Joe. You mentioned the uh, eligibility, the extra el- year of eligibility. The NCAA ruled that the spring sports, uh, like baseball, lacrosse, and, uh, and softball, they will be granted an extra year of eligibility. Now, the winter sports Good. is still debating that. It seems like they will. I, I don't know. If you re- read the tea leaves, and Dennis Dodd will answer that question when he joins us next segment from CBSSports.com. seems like they, they're leaning towards granting an extra year of eligibility, but there's some issues to the, doing that. It's not as easy as just, like, doing it, and, right. and there, there's going to be uh, people affected by that, too. Like, the incoming freshmen, do you give them the full scholarship yeah. that you were intending to give them? There's limits yeah. on the, these things, and if you extend the I don't number of scholarships per team, that's more money. Though. That's more you, money the university you, is going to have to pay out. Right. But I don't think we're talking tens of thousands of kids. We're, it's going to be a handful of kids. You know, listen, a lot of guys graduate and get that degree. They got jobs lined up. They're moving on with their lives. Basketball yeah. was nice. I mean, that's the majority of the people. So if there are a dozen or so kids that want to come back as seniors and play another year, so be it. You know what I mean? So, you know, at this point, what is the difference? It's so unprecedented that. Nobody is going to crush the NCAA if that's exactly what they want to do. In fact, many people would probably applaud them for giving a couple of dozen uh, seniors the opportunity to come back and fulfill a dream. Who cares? Yeah, I, I think it'd be more than that. Like the, the, you're talking about the power of five. Yeah, probably a few few seniors there, right? Twelve to twenty-four or whatever. I, but I, uh, the other uh, conferences, there's going to be a lot of seniors who be like, oh yeah, listen, you know, I want my chance to play in the NCAA tournament, so I'm coming back. Right. Like, the, the kids on Hofstra, right? They, they haven't experienced the tournament. Right. They want to experience exactly. the tournament. They're exactly. a senior. They'll be coming back. But Rutgers. but what do you do with those incoming freshmen? I, 
So you just grant more scholarships then, right? So that's what they'll do. They're going to have to pay out some more money. Or you don't count it towards the allotment. That's all. You you don't count it towards the Mm -hmm. allotment. Everything's – I mean, they can do whatever they want to do. I mean, that's – nobody's going to stop the NCAA, and nobody's going to argue against it. So, yeah, they have a blank check. They can do whatever they want to do. The the interesting thing, too, is I think of Jawan Howard in Michigan, right? He took over John Beeline's – you know, players and, and yes. recruits. And now he's getting a chance to get in his own recruits and his own style of play. And now he's going to have to grant an extra year to guys like John Teske and Xavier Simpson. They're good players. It's not a bad problem to have. But, you know, it's yeah. going to create a logjam for his for minutes. And maybe John Teske's not going to play well, as many minutes I mean. like, next year under this system. So it's, Marcus you know, Howard it's, it's going to be tough. The real game changers – the real game changers yeah. aren't coming back, guys, okay? I mean, Miles Powell from Seton Hall is going to the pros. OB Toppin. Marcus Howard yeah. Marquette yeah. is going to the pros. Cassius Winston ain't coming back to Michigan State. So the real game-changing guys, they're not coming back anyway. So you're talking about guys that play 10 minutes a game, you know, as a senior, that are going to be given the opportunity to come. You're not talking about really, really a, a drastic difference. No difference makers are going to come back. Forgo the NBA to come back and play for the tournament. That's just not going to happen. So here is an interesting question, Joe. I just thought of this now. So Cassius Winston, you brought him up. And I agree. I think he'll, he'll lean towards going to the NBA because he uh, um, he'll make some money. But if he decided to come back, and I, I mentioned Cassius Winston, what do you do with his records, like his points and assists records? Do you count them towards, towards – uh, do you count his points and, and assists? Yeah, He's going to yeah, break well, all these records at Michigan you know, State, it, it, and he'll have five years. Exactly correct. Is that yeah. fair? And, I, and again, you know, it's, it's one of those – you can create it however you want. I mean, they're going to have the opportunity to say, listen, you know, the scholarships don't count. You know what I mean? They won't go against yeah. your allotment that you get. It won't count against the incoming freshmen. And really, you know, any points or anything like that, you either asterisk or they don't count towards his overall four-year career, and you move on. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we there haven't seen five- and six-year redshirt freshmen and medical fr- – you know, we've seen guys play beyond their four years, so it's not We have, it's but not, not great of. players like Cassius Winston. But not like a guy like Cassius yeah, Winston, not a profile guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah, I don't think he'll, he'll come back. But, you know, he's not a top ten pick. By coming back. Right. It, none You're of those right. guys, nothing injury. good except yeah. the only thing that's going to happen is you get hurt, and then what happens? Then you got no money. So they're going for the money. Yeah. The other interesting thing as well, and Dennis Dodd wrote about this, baseball players, right? They're granted the extra year of eligibility yes. to college baseball players. But most of them, and you know this, Joe, they're not on scholarship so now that's another year of yes. room, board, right, uh, tuition. Yep. So now that's more money coming out mm-hmm. of their pocket. Will the NCAA step up there and compensate those players? Yes. Yes, absolutely they yeah. will. Absolutely they will. I have no doubt that they will, especially, and it's a good point. Gymnastics was about to have championships. Yeah. You know, think about it. All of the spring sports were just, you know, tossed out. No College World Series. The poor folks in Omaha, Nebraska, where – they only got one thing that happens a year in Omaha that people ever want to go there, and it's the College World Series <laughs> and the revenue yeah, from yeah. the local economy, from the job. It's, it's all out the window. And the kids, listen, you got guys, a lot of baseball players aren't going to get drafted. I mean, that's the reality of the fact. There's a handful that will. And, you know, they yeah. in all likelihood, if they get drafted in this year, 
they're not coming back anyway. So it's a lot of the other guys now, you tack on an extra year. They never even had a chance to finish their season. They didn't get to the regionals, the super yeah. regionals. They didn't even get to any of that. So to me, it's ultimately, they didn't even get a chance to play their season. They should absolutely be given another opportunity to come back. 100%. But if you get drafted, I agree with that, Joe. I'm yep. out. Yep. <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I would be out, too. Yeah, I'm out, too. <laughs> but, you know, it, I do feel for teams like Gonzaga, going back to college basketball, Florida State, the teams that had a real legit chance to win a national championship, there's no guarantee next year Duke's going to reload with, with a better, better prospects nope. coming in. Kentucky has a lot of top prospects coming in. So the schools that – and Gonzaga's traditionally in the mix, but schools that aren't always in the mix, I feel for those kids. I feel for, for those programs, Joe. Yeah, one of the themes that we San had Diego all State. year long in college basketball was – yes, it was – the, the Cinderella was alive and well this year more than any other year in the past because yes. of how much parity there was. This was Mark Few's best chance at a national championship yes. with Gonzaga I that agree. he's had in his entire career. Yep. Uh, exactly. I feel for, for uh, Coach Few, but uh, we're going to have to get Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com. He writes about college football, but he wrote a great article about the coronavirus and the impact. We'll have him next here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Stay with us. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? Sports Grid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. TV Network. I am Sean Guasamanca, Joe Ranieri in South Florida. I'm here at the beautiful FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands and talking about the coronavirus and the impact on collegiate sports. It's my pleasure to welcome in Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com. Dennis, welcome to the show. A pleasure to have you on to talk about uh, what's going on now collegiately and what's next for college sports. Yeah, what's up, guys? How are you? Uh, doing uh, okay, I guess, as, as great as you can be there, Dennis. Uh, I wanted to bring you in. Where were you exactly? Yeah. <laughs> and what was your first initial thoughts when this all went down, when you heard that March Madness was canceled? Well, I was covering the Big 12 tournament. So I was, uh, I don't want to say right on top of it, but living it in real time, I had talked to the Big 12 commissioner uh about noon, 11 o'clock Wednesday, and later that afternoon, uh, next thing we know, they're playing, going to play the tournament with no fans, and the day after that, March Madness was canceled. I, I was living it with, uh, with everybody else in real time. It was sad. Yeah, you know, Dennis, it's, um, it, it, it's amazing how fast, what a difference 48 hours made in that situation there, from the announcement of no fans to the complete cancellation. Um, and the NCAA, it was just, their hands were tied. I mean, I, they did everything possible, and I know they've taken a lot of flack for what took you so long. But I also don't think, Dennis, people understand the mechanism of the NCAA. Everybody thinks it's this huge for-profit conglomerate. You know, the money that they make from March Madness goes to fund what? About 80, 85 percent of college sports and for programs all across the country. It's it's not just about them, isn't it? So you don't exactly do that at the drop of a hat. You don't do that easily. They did everything in their power. But unfortunately, it was kind of taken out of their hands. 80, 85 to 90 percent of the budget comes from the tournament. I mean, yeah, I guess we can have a discussion about, you know, if they waited long enough, but I think they eventually got this right. Uh, You know, at the beginning of the day on Thursday, I was communicating with someone inside the NCAA, and I I just said, when do you guys think you'll have a statement? And that person said, well, we're going to meet throughout the day uh, and into the night. I mean, and I said, into the night 5 p.m. or into the night 10 p.m.? And he said, uh, likely won't have anything until tomorrow, meaning Friday. And I went, okay. But as time went on, you're sitting there, as all these conferences are can- canceling tournaments, it's like you can't wait um, till Friday to resolve this thing. Either way, 
you know, and, it, and, it, and as time went on, it looked like they would have to cancel the tournament. But there were a lot of logistics. I, I think the, at least inside, the criticism came in regards to communication with the membership. Mm. Um, I know that all 32 commissioners in Division One weren't looped in. Uh, I suppose that some of the Power Fives were. But if you're the NCAA, can't you block out some time and get all 32 commissioners on, on a very short conference call? But here's what we're thinking. You know, what's your input? Because they, they're the ones that right. keep falling back on. It's a membership-driven organization. This is what everybody wants. This looked a little autonomous. But, but again, where we are in the world, um, I'm not going to criticize them. They, they eventually got it right. Right. Hey, Dennis, this is Sean. Uh, I wanted to follow up on that. How much pushback was there when they were deciding, the NCAA was deciding whether or not they wanted to go ahead with the tournament or cancel the tournament? How much pushback were they getting? Obviously, don't have to name names, but was there a lot of pushback? I mean, we, we were reading reports that they wanted to do a condensed 16-team tournament. Uh, what other scenarios were, I guess, uh, thrown out there, and, and ultimately they decided to cancel the whole thing, but was there, how much pushback was there to go ahead with the 68-team tournament? Well, it's public that uh, Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, questioned why, you know, why do you cancel everything for the rest of the year, for the rest of the semester, including uh, the College World Series, which is, is a significant blow to college athletics and not only the city of Omaha, it's, I read somewhere where it's an economic impact of uh, 70 million per year. That's devastating for a city like Omaha, but again, bigger things are at Mm. stake here. And I think there's still that question out there. I happen to think instead of postponing it, if you know, the postponing the tournament, I think what people forget to realize this was made in conjunction with a medical advisory panel. And I think the message that's being sent here is that this thing isn't going to be near over by the end of June. You know, let's say let's say it's safe to go out. Okay, we can we can gather in groups. It's going to take a lot longer than that to if you're if you're playing the tournament secure arenas, which at that point you can't because if the NCAA is playing basketball, that means the NBA is playing basketball. That means the NHL is playing hockey. And I think the logistics as far as securing arenas is just out of the question at that point where, you know, they've worked for years to secure these places, take bids. I mean, take the West Regional, for example. That's at Staples Center. You think you can just walk into the Staples Center if you play this thing in May or June? <laughs> eh, we need four days free. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen that way. Yeah, yeah, because they can just throw together a 68-team tournament at 14 venues. Like, hey, I got no problem. We're good. Yeah, no, exactly. It was never going to happen, period. But where do you go from here now, Dennis? Like you said, you know, maybe this thing isn't rectified by june maybe maybe uh you know they we're not in a position to be able to start off forget about the the pros but you know we're talking about college you know creeping into college football season here how about recruiting like all of those things that generally take place now over the next couple of months leading into the fall where are we at with that is is everything just completely on hiatus and we'll figure it out later well, let me, let me add one more thing to that last thought, um, because how did we get here? How did we get to where we are right now? Real quick. We got here because of, of American hubris. Americans love the celebrity. This didn't rise to the next level 
until the NBA canceled, until Rudy Gobert, and until Tom Hanks and his wife were announced to have the coronavirus. That's when it got everybody's attention. In terms of basketball, all you had to have was one person, administrator, player, test positive between now and a postponed tournament, and you're done. You're done again. So, okay, now we move on to football. Uh, Football kicks off in five and a half months. Are we just supposed to assume everything's going to be great by then? I mean, I I think the question now uh, is the question we have to fast forward to how much time the college athletes need to start this season on time because spring practice is impacted. We may not have spring practice. It may be a truncated spring practice. And then at the end of the day, you have to ask, do we really need spring practice? You know, um, you know, we, uh, if it's okay, do we just start fall drills in August? I mean, I, I think that's a question for coaches to answer. And, and if we're not ready, how do you look at a season that first, you, okay, we cut out maybe the, uh, the bye weeks. Then we start cutting out non-conference games. When does it become a, an illegitimate season? And if that happens, if you can't play the full season or the season at all, then we're talking about a, a profound economic situation in the NCAA where every one of those 130 schools, uh, their foundation is football. It funds the athletic department. It funds all those minor sports. You're going to see schools having to cut, cut sports because they just don't have the budget moving forward. So I think that's the next horizon here, guys. Are, are we just supposed to assume that football is going to start on time? Talking with Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com. This is At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Dennis, I wanted to go back to college basketball and winter sports. We saw the NCAA granted a sixth year of eligibility or uh, an extra year of eligibility, rather, for players uh, who participated in spring sports. But how about winter sports? When will they make a decision on that? And what are some of the issues with granting an extra year of eligibility for some of the athletes who participated in winter sports? Yeah, that's a much bigger issue because it involves basketball. And, you know, what do you do with, okay, you know, there, there are coaches who don't want some of those seniors back. They've recruited five-star players. They, you know, if there's, a, if there's a, a senior that doesn't play sitting on the bench who wants to come back, what do you do with that? The NCAA, if they mm. grant it now, if they grant it, is going to have to make concessions for who pays for those scholarships because those are they, they're free to the athletes, but the athletic department has to pay those scholarships. So you're talking about maybe a big a big chunk of the budget going away. Um, you know, if you do that, I suppose the NCAA would help out with that. The other part of that is roster size. I'm just thinking about basketball. Let's see you get five seniors back, and all of a sudden you have a roster of 20 guys. The NCAA is going to have to allow that, if they allow that at all. And now you get to the point where, okay, look, more than, by the way, a lot more than half of the 351 teams, their season was over. So what are we granting them? Mm. You know, their season was over. They knew it was over. There were only, what, 100 teams left, something like that, playing for the championship. And what do you do with them? I think there's some big headaches here. Yeah, it's it's amazing, Dennis, when you look. How about baseball, for instance? You know, the College World Series, a lot of these spring sports that are now, you know, they're up and gone. What happens to bait? They I didn't even get a chance to get to the regional, the super regional. I mean, they didn't even get any of that. What yeah. happens now moving forward with, uh, with let's say, some of uh, so the baseball players who don't get drafted? 
Well, they they have been granted an extra year of eligibility. Uh, I have a family friend whose son plays college baseball. I said he he's got two years left instead of one. Um, the college baseball hadn't even gotten to the halfway point, uh, not even close to it. So all, all those players have an extra year. So that you know the guys that turn pro after three years will turn pro, and the rest of the guys can come back. Hmm. Excellent information, Dennis Dodd. Follow Dennis on Twitter, at DennisDoddCBS. Still a lot to sort out. Still so many questions. Dennis will be looking at you on Twitter for more information. Thanks for the time, Dennis. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Dennis Dodd. A lot to get into over that interview. Football, college football. Will we have a season? We'll talk about that next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
back to At The Window on Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamaki, Joe Ranieri with me as well. And Joe, uh, you heard from Dennis Dodd. Thanks to Dennis Dodd, of course, from CBS Sports for joining us. And he put, uh, I guess, a little uh, doubt in everyone's mind there that the college football season, as we usually know it, might be in some doubt. It's five and a half months away. Are you buying that? Do you think we'll be safe from this coronavirus by then here in the United States? Well, let me listen. There is there is some hope on the horizon, and nobody's talking about it. But the uh, listen, the reality is, unfortunately, uh, we weren't ahead of the curve on this in the United States. We were behind it, not by much, but certainly, you know, behind it in in uh, in recognizing it and and putting a plan in place to be able to deal with it. So what we do know is that uh, Apple, for instance, had uh, gone ahead and uh, reopened all 40-some-odd stores that they have in China that were closed because of this virus. Um, That all of the extra medical facilities that were opened up to deal with all of these patients coming in, all of them have closed. All of those have been shut down. So we know in Korea, for instance, that um, you know, the testing procedures and the numbers that they did. I mean, they literally tested everybody that they came in contact with. So all of a sudden, the mortality rate isn't what it is right now because of the fact that we haven't tested anybody. So when you have a certain pocket of people that have unfortunately passed away from this and you don't test every, you know, most of the people, what you have are numbers that are skewed and it makes it seem a lot worse than what it is. So all of that being said, Since we weren't the first, we can look at China where it originated. We can look at Korea where it was huge. We didn't want to be Italy because Italy was told, don't go outside. And the Italians were like, screw you. We're going to live our lives. And boom, (laughs) all of a sudden it hit. So the United States has recognized what they don't want to be. And that's why you're seeing what you have here. So the good news is. Life is back to normal, is getting back to normal in those places that were affected first. So it didn't it didn't go five, six months. It, it went it ran its course. They got a handle on it. They were able to be able to do what they want. And slowly but surely, life is getting back to, you know, somewhat normalcy there, because it, it, at the end of the day, the numbers bared out that, yes, while this was. This was crazy, and you should still do exactly what you're doing, washing your hands and being a little safer, that it doesn't need to be where don't go around or don't go in a room with 10 10 people or more. You know, that'll start to wear down, too, as well, I think. So we should expect uh, five and a half months from now to have a college football, as we know. But uh, what do we do with baseball? Yeah, yeah, what do you— when will baseball start up? If you had to guess right now on a start date for the first game of the baseball season, May 1st, June 1st, uh, Angel Hernandez, the umpire, said see you in June when they uh, canceled all the spring training games. I mean, what, that is what it is, but I'm, I'm just saying, when do you expect, Joe, and it's just a guess, when the baseball season I will start? Think I think it's going to be more like June 1st. It depends on, to me, how, and here's the problem. You've got perception versus reality here. The perception is right now this thing's killing everybody it comes in contact with, right? The mortality rate, you keep hearing the mortality rate's three and a half percent. It's it's a million times worse than the flu. Well, that's because we haven't tested anybody. So, you know, the more people that get tested, if we can get 250,000 people tested, right? If we can get that established over the next couple of weeks 
And that mortality rate, which is really what's going on here, if that drops down to normal levels or as normal as what, let's say, the flu and normal influenza is, I do think you'll start to see the perception of this being not nearly as devastating as it is right now. And then once that shield comes down, then teams and organizations and, of course, billion dollar leagues will say, all right, we're good to go. We're not going to get crushed for putting you know, a product back out on the field because the numbers say it's not as bad as we thought it was. And that could be anywhere from 30 days to 60 days. It just depends right. on how fast they can get those numbers tested. Well, if using China as the model, they shut down the Chinese Basketball League uh, at the end of January, Everything. and they're yep. just starting to now get back yep. back into, into uh, yep. practicing once again and the threatening yep. Americans who don't want to go back there, too. But, um, yeah. <laughs> 60 yeah, 60 days. days. Well, if, yeah, 60 so days use, using that model, we're, yep. we're talking June. So what does that do to the baseball season? How many games do they play? Do they go into November with regular season baseball games? I know Craig Mish reported that he heard from someone that they might play through October regular season games and then in November play in warm weather climates, the playoffs. That might be a scenario. They uh, have a, I don't uh, know how realistic yeah, that coming is. Coming to Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah we play in Marlins Park. Because well, we know they won't be there. <laughs> so we might know, as well use the park <laughs> since nobody else is going to be. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's all. I think because of the unprecedented nature of all of this, the everything is on the table. Now, that could include, yeah. you know, a, a 1940s and 50s look at baseball, guys, where we got double headers all over the place uh, throughout the season yes, and, cool. and getting it going. Yeah. Where, like it used to be. So, or it could be a shortening from 162 to 140 games. I don't know anybody that would compl- complain about that either, unless, of course, you've got a futures ticket that's based upon at least 160 games. So um, I think yes. all of that, anything and everything is on the table. Uh, but again, if I had to guess what would be the first sport to be back and and get playing and, and will lead the pack because nobody wants to be Nobody wants to be early to the party, right? So who yeah. is somebody's got to take that initial step. I do think baseball will be that. I think golf will also be there along those lines. I think some of these other sports that aren't as fan interactive, they'll start to go NASCAR and then everybody else will follow. I agree with that, Joe. And I also think the NBA will be back relatively soon, too. And they're not going to go back to the regular season. It's going to be the teams that right now, whoever's in, they're going to play in the playoffs and they'll start uh, up again, what, May, mid-May, maybe but, June. It, know, it doesn't matter. Mind. They could go to August. They could push everything two back. Months, guys, they, they, play, they play in the Olympics, Joe. They, like LeBron James is used to playing in, in the Olympics in August, economy. so that doesn't matter. Yep. What's it's that? devastating to the people in this economy, too. Oh, absolutely. Two months is forever. Yeah. Well, Too you know what? People forever. have to step up. I mean, the Mor- Rocket Mortgage, yeah. uh, Dan Gilbert's uh, company, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers, they stepped up and they're going to pay the employees throughout the, as if there was a regular season. So that they stepped up. Kevin Love has stepped yeah. up. Zion Williamson has yeah, stepped up. Uh, Giannis has stepped up. Yeah, they, well, the, I'm sure more will have to step You know what? The government's going to have to step up in a stimulus package. I could see that happening, Joe. They're going to have to create a stimulus package for all the, the people who have lost wages. Yeah, it has to. The, the economy is getting crushed, and, and these people who make a living and, and need the, the work, the concession workers, the security workers, and everyone, the ancillary uh, jobs that uh, go with 
baseball, basketball, and and collegiate sports. Yeah, I mean, they need to make a living, and they got to do something to um, make that right. As you can hear, there's a little noise here as we just had a race golf stream park. Joe, I don't know what you yeah, were I on, know. what and, horse uh, you were on there. It, it too- Two five, uh, two five and seven. So I hope it came in somewhere uh, two five or seven. <laughs> I don't see the results. I'm trying to look to, to my left there. I don't want to uh, quote the wrong uh, horse as the winner. Yeah, two five <laughs> seven, baby. Come on. <laughs> we, we, it's a big day in racing, by the hey. way. And kudos. Listen, kudos to horse racing for you know not yeah. acquiescing and being like, you know what? Listen. Nobody comes to our tracks anyway. So it's not like we've got, you know, stadiums, uh, you know, racetracks filled across the country. So, you know, you're dealing predominantly horses, a very tight knit group that doesn't have a lot of interaction with the uh, with the crowds anyway. So, uh, you know, I can tell you this yesterday alone, the handle at racetracks around the country, the amount of money that they came in on races was up 35 percent across the board. That's uh, that. and it's Good only going to increase from there. There's a lot of people going to get hooked on horse racing that they can't be betting on basketball or anything else right now. And Joe, what about the sports book? What, what about the impact on the sports book? I mean, you're reading in Vegas, they're shutting down some casinos for the time being, laying people off. Uh, what do you make of that? I mean, it's a tough time in, in the sports book oh, industry. Shut, yeah, they, uh, it, with, with, it, it's interesting. The casinos aren't closed, but the entertainment sections of those casinos are closed. Listen, 60 days, who the hell's going to take a trip to Vegas? Who's going to take a trip to go anywhere yeah. when there's no entertainment to be had? So, I mean, that's the reason you go away is to be entertained. That's what Vegas is all about. You take away all that entertainment, and, yeah, guys, you got uh, you got some – nobody will be in the casinos. The, the sports books, there's no – outside of the, the simulcast for the uh, for the horse racing, which they'll probably shut down any because they don't want more than 10 people in a room together. It's going to be a brutal 30 to 60 days here. Brutal. Joe, when Las Vegas closed their sports book, uh, according to the Las Vegas Review. Yeah. So that's just one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and also I was reading in the Las Vegas uh, – uh, review journal that the occup- occupancy rate is at 35 percent right now for some of the hotels. That's yeah. that's really that's too low for to, to I looked at it a lot yesterday. Air there. Fair, next to nothing. Hotels basically. Wow. I could go stay at the Hard Rock for a month right now for for nothing. They'll cop it to me for absolutely nothing right now. A brand new hotel, brand new everything. We're talking about a you know eleven hundred dollar a night room over here. It's all yours, man. Just come on down, hang out with us. Yeah, but what are you, exactly? But what are you going to do? I mean, you got friends there; you can hang out with your friends. But what are you going to do if there's no bets to, you know, no sports to bet on and no entertainment? I ain't sitting at a blackjack table with somebody wearing a mask, touching cards that I don't know who the yeah, hell yeah, touched. Like hell no! I ain't, uh, exactly, I ain't going that right. way. I'm I mean, going to touch do... a slot machine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No. You're right. You're right. You're nope. right about that. The blackjack table's still open near you, right? You were saying that yesterday on a uh, Scott Farrell show. All of it. All of it. In, yeah. Yep. All of it is open. That does, not me, though. <laughs> seems risky uh-huh. right now. No, <laughs> you're not there. Yeah, yeah. They have well, actual yeah, rules in movie theaters yeah. here. You can't sit what, what anywhere in a movie theater within six feet of somebody else right now. That That's a rule that's going on. Wow. If you go to the movies, you have to have six seats in between uh, the next person. How do they enforce something like that, though? I mean, what if you go with your girlfriend? You, you know, you don't, you don't want to sit six seats away from your girlfriend. Well, it's what you have to deal with. All right, more uh, at the window.
Hour number two coming up here on the Sports Grid TV network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.